Good evening. Welcome to the 12 Man Podcast. First one of May. Um, the final month, the final stretch is upon us now. Um, uh, yeah, four weeks from now, we'll know our fate. Sounds scary when you say it out loud, doesn't it? Um, yes, it does. Don't shake your head. Um, yeah, so I'm Steve Jackson. I'm in the main chair. Um, I'll be your host tonight, giving you the... Uh, well, trying to control the three I'm about to introduce. The main man beside me, Mr. John Donovan. Evening, JD. Now then, how's things okay? Yeah, yeah, good day. Good, good. We're coming after yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, back at work today, so yeah, had to recover. Yeah, nice, easy one, wasn't it? Um, but Mrs. John Cutler with us. Evening, Cuts. Evening, gents. How are you doing all right? All good. Good, good. And... Because you screened for him so much after his early appearance, I brought him back. Um, Mr. Jamie Dalgano's with us. Evening, Dally. Oh, then getting a bit regular, this isn't it? Um, how, are we, how are we all doing? <laughs> we're getting too regular. I mean, I yeah, good, good mate. Good. Um, yeah, we're all good, mate. We're good. Um, right tonight, we will talk about Rotherham. What a sober away day looks like. Spoiler, not good. Um, We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the changes he's making. Our form. Our form's a big question mark now. Um, well, we have to talk about that. Um, two wins in seven, including four defeats. Not screaming playoff form all of a sudden. So, you know, we'll, we'll have a chat about that. Obviously, there's, there's rotation going on, so we'll talk about that. Um, talk about the pricing for the playoffs. Obviously, um, we know our home leg second. Um, so the prices are out. We'll have a chat about that. Um, got an interesting question for you for as well, which I want feedback on. Um, but I'll go through that a little bit later on. Uh, send through your comments and etc. to that one. And we'll preview the final game of the season, game 46 of the regular season, Coventry, which could be our first of three games in nine days against the uh, Sky Blues. So yeah, let's get going. Let's get chatting. Right, John Don. Yesterday was a very, very early set-off. Um, I, had to, I had to leave my work alarm, which was really weird. But um, it was a bit of a weird one yesterday for me. I don't know how you felt about it, because everything was on them. It wasn't on us. We were just turning up to, of course, participate, because we knew what our fate was. We, we Our season was done. It was all on them to to push and get the three points, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, obviously it's it's been like that for a couple of games, and uh, yeah, it's a strange situation, isn't it? Uh, you're almost in limbo. Um, uh, yeah, we knew that they had a lot to play for. Um, I think a point, uh, and with their goal difference uh, between them and Reading, a point would have done them, but they managed to get the win. Um, so that pleased their supporters, but. Again, you know, um, apart from a couple of individual performances that were decent for us, it was uh, it was an odd one. Yeah, it was odd. It was a really odd one. As I say, um, there was no Jaeger train for me, which is really weird. Um, you'll all be delighted to know the Jaeger train is back on, are back on the rails for the playoffs. I won't miss that. Um, but... Um, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one because the, the atmosphere was a bit weird. Their fans weren't exactly up and shouting in, you know, right behind the team as you expect someone that they were one win away from survival. Um, 
Borough fans are in good voices, as they usually were, but it wasn't the usual loud away end that I'm used to. It was a bit of a weird one. Could tell come to you, because obviously the changes came through. Couple of ch- obviously, Giles got a complete rest. Um, no Ramsey. Don't really know what's going on with Ramsey. There's rumours he could be out for the rest of the season. We don't know. Then Housen pulls up in the warm-up as well. Paddy McNair comes in for him. I mean... Are we just picking up the wrong injuries at the wrong time all of a sudden? I think it's it it was always going to happen, wasn't it? Um, to be, I mean, I know we're going to go into it a little bit later, but I'd be making wholesale changes. I think it was the right decision. I would have made a fair few changes yesterday. I think we've got to protect the players that we're going to use in the playoffs, <clears throat> even if it means giving them pretty much the best part of two weeks off. I'd do it, rest them up, make sure we don't. Pick up any more injuries and, as we saw yesterday, a possible red card. Um, for the players that are vital for us, I wouldn't be playing them next week, to be fair. So, I, I, I'm not bothered about making changes now. We can't finish higher than fourth and we can't finish lower than fourth. So, it was a nothing game for us, really. I'm not concerned about how we performed. I think once the playoffs come round, you'll see a completely different team. I'm not worried at all. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was worried to be quite honest. I mean, the form worries me a bit, but I say we're going to that a little bit. But you know, we've yeah, we've done we've done an awesome Wenger. We finished fourth. We're happy. We're, we're smiling. And um, but uh, luckily the red card's not going to interfere with it. I mean, I'll go straight into the red card to be honest, because that was probably the first massively big talking point of the game. I know we had one cleared off the line from McGree, but apart from that, it was a very scrappy first half. Um, but Dally, what did you make of the red cards? I've seen it a couple of times now. Uh, I saw it obviously from, from me perching the corner of the away ends. I didn't think it was last man. I thought Lenahan was online with him. My opinion really hasn't really changed since I watched it. I still don't think it's a red card. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't there yesterday. I watched it, watched it on the telly, and at first. I winced, but then when you look back at the replay, you can see Lenahan's uh, Lenahan's possibly the last man, um, or he's gonna he, he's in a position to make a tackle. I think looking when you look back at it as well, that um, I think Hugo does really well to pull him down. At the same time, Dyke Steele and it makes it look worse than what it is. Um, but let's be honest, when you've got that little troll as a referee, um, he wants to make it all about himself. Um, I just thought it was a. I think all of the all of the officials. I think there were, especially the 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 referee and the and the linesman who was, um, I suppose closest to the to the away end, mm. made some some very very bizarre decisions that you know the flag didn't go up. Um, it certainly changed the game as well. But I, for me, when I've watched it back, I don't know. I think it's a yellow at best. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I thought it was a yellow, but. I think it's only. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, boys. I think it's only a one-game ban, so it's not. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a one-game ban. Yeah, so it's not the biggest. I mean, if it was a three, I'd be straight away putting that appeal and saying, "I'll have, have a look, have a word." But yeah, Keith Stroud yesterday. Hmm. I've, I'm keeping my swear jar next to me because it could fill up here. I mean, he was an absolute. Yeah. I mean, John, Den- he was he was bad yesterday, wasn't he? I mean. But I mean, what both fans were singing, you don't know what you're doing. It's very rare I've heard that. 
Yeah, that's right. The whole ground in unison. Um, yeah, keep uh, keep your swears yard empty tonight. Uh, I know it's going to be difficult, Steve, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was a penalty either. Uh, I must admit, uh, I, I thought um, Yugil used a vast amount of experience, and uh, they were both tugging at each other. Uh, they both tumbled, and uh, and and Yugil picks himself up, runs straight to the referee arms, stretched out like the uh, angel of the north and he appealing for a red and uh, and he took a little bit of a while to think about his Keith Stroud then he produced the red it was yeah it was a bit of a shocker um it didn't it didn't help us uh, at all obviously because we had to um we had to have the sort of like 10 man against 11 scenario but I thought we I thought we done I thought we done okay um McGree's chance, uh, just because you you glossed over that, I thought McGree's chance was a superb um, move, and McGree done really well to out muscle the centre half. But I think the keeper just got something on it that allowed the defender to clear it off the line. I thought it was just, um, I didn't think it was strong enough at first. Um, um, when uh, when I watched it live at the game. But then seeing seeing a replay of it, it looks like the keeper just got something on it to take a bit of sting out of it, and uh, unfortunately the, uh, the 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 centre half could uh, could whip it off the line. But uh, yeah, there, there wasn't a great deal in that first half to get excited about from a butter point of view. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Go on, cut. I disagree with you. I think it was a red card. I think it was stupid by Dyke Steele. He didn't need to do it. <clears throat> I've said a million times on this pod when Steve's been going about bringing him in and going on about him. I don't think he's great defensively. I think it was a red card and I think Lenehan's lucky in the second half that he didn't get a red card. So it could have been a lot worse than it actually was. We could have been missing our main centre half. Yeah. I think it's a red card and I think if the boot was on the other foot we'd well be screaming red card. I just think yeah. he didn't He didn't need to do it. <clears throat> uh, well, okay. Uh, you have, it's all about opinions. You have yours we sort of disagree but I mean can you remember the Hackney challenge as well uh, in the first oh, half yeah. that, 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 that was, was far worse that, 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 was... that was that was mad I mean what on earth was he thinking he must, I, it, it was almost um, um, martial arts in, in play it, oh. it, it was it was disgraceful and I don't think he got a card for that did he he got. He did get. He did get a yellow. Oh, did he, he pick up a, a card? Yeah. Okay. I stand corrected. Yeah, but well, um, uh, I. I just thought it. It came out of nowhere, and, and it was high, <laughs> and that could have been a red, definitely. But uh, anyway, John Cutler, you're wrong. It wasn't a red. But Dave <laughs> Steve, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, that happy challenge! Like the lad was running, and you, you, I mean, yeah, you're in that position where you stood there and thinking, "Well, God, you know, you know, take 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 him out." But do it in a, like, a subtle way where you're gonna you're gonna get a yellow because you you know you've done the, you've done what you need to do. But did 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 need to take his hip out? I thought, Jesus, lad. I think if, it's in, was, if it's in the Premier League, it's he, he's, he's gone. a goner. Yeah, yeah. The, there was no subtlety at all in that. That was just playing. I'm going to stop you, and uh, yeah, he took him out. And then he seemed to put a target yeah. on his back as well because yeah. the Rotherham players seem to have it in for him then. Uh, yeah. and he took. You know, all right. He maybe he's bought a few yellow cards from their players, but they just seem to be going in harder on him. And you just think, obviously, whether we think it's a red or not, obviously we'll be missing Dykesdale. Um, but then you think, 
we don't want to miss Hackney. We could have lost Hackney through an injury, through the the challenges he he took, or through a red card. And it's just it, it's just silly. But he's got that in his game. Um, it's not the first time he's put a a challenge in that, yeah. that, that maybe he shouldn't have. It's, as I say, but I it was weird. Be, be, it was weird because it was just um, it just into our half a play. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't in a dangerous position. It was just totally. Um, out of the blue, I just didn't expect anything like that to come in, and uh, I was absolutely shocked by it. And, and it killed the game as well. It completely killed the game. For obviously, he was, he was the lad was getting treatment for a for a good five six minutes, but then I think he took the game another ten minutes to get going again. Yeah, yeah, it did yeah. I don't think the game got going, did it? But um, no, no. As, as soon as it happened, I just stood there. I went, "You can take the lad out of red care, but dear me, I." <laughs> That's the sort of stuff you do on on um on Mega Green. You know what I mean? When you when you're a kid, you don't yeah. do it when you're a pro footy player. Like That's that. it, down Green's Lane, yeah, I know yeah. That's right. Um yeah, yeah. serious serious assault on the seafront. <laughs> it was superb, I thought, dear me. But you could really it really could have cost us and you you had to calm down. Obviously, you know, that took its toll because he was one obviously I know Archer was took off uh, Smith at half time, but he was one of the first to come off, wasn't he? So and it was it was an obvious substitution to make for that. But right, the goal. We're gonna talk about the goal now, because um there's a couple of question marks about the goal, right? Our our, our regular Geordie, Dick though, put straight away McNair, right? I, I don't know where he's got that from. I'll start that straight away because I couldn't see McNair in the goal. If one of you boys want to correct me, please do. But Sorry, I, I, I don't what you're saying, what what you're bringing McNair up for, what, what's been said? I just, when well, I was looking, was it yesterday? I think he popped up and said it, McNair. Uh, ah, right. Well, McNair at fault. A lot of people I, listening to this might back. not, I thought it was a lot Smith. of people listening to this might not see that yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, that's problem. why I asked the question. Um, But, yeah, he, he brought in the conversation that McNair was at fault. I watched the goal back a little bit before we started this. And I couldn't see McNair at all in that. But there was people to me near me saying the keeper should have saved it. John, John, you were a bit higher than I was. I think you were just behind the goal, weren't you? Um, the, the yeah, top. I was. I was. I was slightly to as we looked slightly to the left of the goal. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, quite high up. So. You had a better angle to me. Yeah, I, I from where I was, I thought it was a cracking strike. I thought it was a hell of a it strike was, to it, get round. It, it it was a good strike and. But but I do think I mean it was Smith who lost the ball initially, mm-hmm. um, and and then it came across to the guy who who scored the goal and he was given far too much room to first of all get the ball under control, second touch to set it up for the strike and nobody closed him down. Hackney was close. Lenahan um, didn't didn't sort of approach him and, and close the gap. Lenahan just stood with his hands behind his back. Uh, and it appeared that Stefan was sort of, he, he couldn't see the goal scorer because of Lenahan's position. Maybe he should have moved a little bit to the side to give himself a better view. But anyway, uh, it, it was a poor goal for us to concede. Good strike, but uh, by no means um, beyond beyond the keeper to, to keep that one out. Um, so, yeah, it, it was disappointing. And again, um, as we've seen in a, a couple of games, um, 
fairly recently that we conceded in, um, just shortly after the restart. <laughs> Disappointing. Um, but I've, that got their tails up uh, and got their crowd uh, behind them um, fully for the second half. Uh, and and a, a couple of chances, a couple of chances we had, nearly an own goal from them, but we never really looked like getting back into it. Well, that's it. I mean, I mean, you brought on nicely to what I was going to talk about because we had a lot of possession. I looked at the stats on the way home yesterday. Um, I mean, it wasn't the longest journey home yesterday, was it? Let's face it. But I had a look and we had 77% possession, but only seven shots at goal, one on target, which was, I believe, if I'm right, was the McGree shot, which was um, took off the line by, um, by their captain, Wood. But apart from that, the closest we got was that deflection right at the end where they nearly scored an own goal. And I thought there was something a bit disjointed about our attacking play yesterday. We looked good at times, like especially down the right-hand side, I thought Jones played really well and he had that left back in all sorts of knots. Um, but apart from that, we couldn't really get a shot. Even I, I didn't. I thought Akpom couldn't get going as well. Yeah, yesterday. I mean, we... We, we we had that other chance at the far post, didn't we? Um, hmm. Tommy Smith Tommy slashed Smith, yeah. at one, and uh, you know it, it it was a defender's finish. It was awful. Um, yeah, but other than that, you know, we, we weren't um, we weren't potent at all in attack. Uh, and I, I, I've I've read a lot, you know, and, and some people are a bit like John Cutler. It doesn't matter. It was a nothing game. Um, it, and others are saying, well, you know, you need a little bit of momentum to go into the playoffs. And I can see both sides of the coin. I really can. And I can understand Michael Carrick doing what he's done um, by resting key players, changing formation, giving fringe players um, game time. And, it, you know, he, he can't win. If he was to play our, our best seven and we picked up... Um, Injuries in game. I know we had an injury in the warm up, and we got Giles injured in training. Um, but if we'd have picked up injuries to key players in those games, um, since we've secured our promotion spot, he'd have been lambasted. As it is, he's still getting a bit of pelters from some. Um, for shall we say, letting us fizzle on, you know, without having any momentum to go into the key playoff games. So he's in a no-win situation, really. Um, so it just, it, it, you know, we go into the last game of the season. And again, that's a bit like the Rotherham game. It's a bit like the Luton game. What do you do? Do you play your full-strength team uh, and think, right, we'll show Coventry what, because they're more than likely be our opponents, but who knows? Um, do, do we show them this is what we're made of? Or do we rest again and um and and put everything into those playoff games i don't know I don't, it's a difficult one very difficult one i think it's a double ended a double ended side isn't it because we you know i just done it when i was on a couple of weeks ago you know we walked out of that coventry away game um and we weren't going to be where we are now um if you'd have told me walking out of coventry that, that we've two three games to go but even more We'd be guaranteed a playoff place, and I laughed at you. So, so 
But you've secured it that early. It's then that conundrum of what do you do? Where if if you if you're bouncing into it with with a couple of wins at the end of the season and 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 the place is rocking, you've got that momentum. I think I've had a bit a, a few nerves. I think of the last the last couple of days just after the last few results, but not not bedwetting and, and posting it all over social media and 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 saying that the world's going to end. Um, it's just it makes you think a little bit more. Well, uh, you know, we're getting a couple of injuries. You know, I think Housen was a big, you know, big miss at the at the weekend. Um, I think he's so composed on the ball, and he he's a quiet captain, but I think he keeps he helps. I can't say helps us keep the ball well because I think we had five hundred passes, but mm. I don't know. He, he is a difference, um, and I think you notice the difference when you know we had Paddy Paddy back there back in the team. It's um, you know, every time he gets the ball, he turns the opposite way, and sometimes it kills us. And you know, I think Carrick would defend him and say, "Well, he's keeping possession." But I just think there was a couple of bits missing. But I hope these nerves are just because I don't know. I think it's only natural, but I think that we've got to trust him. You know, he's got us where we are. Let's trust him. He's got to give these players. Players game time because when the moments come, we could rely on them. Do you know what I mean? They, and they need to get a bit, a bit of momentum in in their game as well. I think with the greatest respect, even if we were absolutely flying, we'd still be feeling a little bit of nerves because we're potentially three games away from where we all want to be. So I, I I don't like to say for me it doesn't matter if we're flying or or we're having a bit of a stutter. We'd still be nervous about the playoffs. Mm. We all know what they're all about. You can be the most informed team in the league and you're not going to win them. But, I don't yeah, know. I think I, the, the last time we were in the playoffs, so John, I know we had we had Tony Peel, it's big torn, but I never, I never ever fancied us. I, 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 did, I don't know why. I just never. I couldn't even get excited about the thought of Wembley and stuff because I never fancied us, and I never had any nerves. And <laughs> that's because I had no confidence. Where I think this team have given you, given us that hope, where you know we can go and smash a team, and I think that's probably where the nerves are coming from because you know we're absolutely. From where we were six months ago, we're in touching distance. Yeah. I don't think Pulis fancied us that year. I mean, to be honest, those two playoff games were the most boring games um, yeah. that, that that I can remember. Key games, I mean, you know, with a lot riding on them. And, and we, we were dreadful. We were dreadful, those games. Shocking. Well, well, first shot on target was... That down in down and hit the bar, wasn't it? In the last few minutes of Villa Park, so says it all about the two legs, really. Um, but no, Daddy's right. We're in a better, much better position now, and I've got, I've got to admit, when Cut, when Cut said that we're three games away from away from where we want to be, my ass fell out. Right, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you, mate. It fell out. I know, I can't even think about that yet, but. We're going to have to talk about it in a couple of weeks, aren't we? We're going to have to. So, you know, we might as well build up to it. But um, there's not much. Anyway, I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just say, to sum up Rotherham, it was, uh, it. It, was, it, was a, it was a bit of a disappointing um, sort of uh, last away day, league-wise. League but, you know, it, it's, a, it's a great place to go to. Um, we had fantastic hospitality. Um, and, you know... They they got the result they wanted. They're in the championship next next season, so fair play to them. 
Exactly. They did their bit. And, yeah. It was a nice day in South Yorkshire. We had a nice day out. Um, and you're right, the hospitality was really good at the um, at the Bradgate. It was a nice little workies club. Um, well ran. And Fletch played a very cracking bingo caller. Um, even if no one won. <laughs> 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 but um, no, it was a good day. I, I enjoyed it. it. Was it was it was cracking. Um, the last mm. one before the playoffs. So it was it was a good one. But um, yeah, we'll um, we'll sum it up now. Um, John, I'll start with you. Um, man of the match, if you can pick one. Um. There was, a, there was a couple of decent performances. McGree played well. Uh, Jones played well. Um, I thought McNair um, coming in last minute uh, to, to cover for Housen was... Uh, he, he played OK. Um, but I'll say Riley McGree if I have to pick up other players my man of the match. Fair one. Cut. I think Isaiah Jones has been really bright the last last week, couple of games. I'm going to give it to him. I've been saying that he should be in and around the squad. Maybe not starting, but for me, he gives us something a little bit different. So I'm going to give it to him. Fair one, Gally. I think McGree was probably the brightest of, of, of all of the team, to be fair. Um, probably the most positive, so I'd have to say McGree. I'll, 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 I'm split it evenly. I'll go with Jones as well. I thought Jones was really good on the ball. Um, yeah, his feet at time are mesmerising, and he's he's such a clever footballer when he wants to be. It's just when he wants to be. Um, it's a, it's a bit in and out, but yeah, I thought he played really well yesterday. He had that left back all over the shop, but uh, we just didn't have the killer touch, and uh, yeah, it was just one of them games. You know, we all walked out. We didn't we didn't care. <laughs> we didn't care one bit. So, um, yeah, good luck to them next season. Hopefully, we're not playing them. You know. Um, I don't have to mention him for another year and a bit. So, but right, you, we mentioned earlier about potentially, you know, does just you know the form matter that we've got now? Yes or no? People are bringing it up, so I'm going to bring it up. Two wins in seven, four defeats in that time as well. Um, consecutive times we've gone back to back defeats. Cuts. I'll start with you. Does form matter now, or is it simply get the players right for the playoffs? For me, it's get the players right for the playoffs. I think um, I think we could probably name nine of our eleven that, barring injury, would start against Coventry, and I think Michael Carrick will know that. And I think we'll see on Monday big, big changes. I'm not concerned about our current form at all. I think uh, I think our own form's still been pretty pretty good. We've looked like we're going to score goals at home. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm honestly, I'm not concerned. I'm massively positive. Since he's come in, he's he's been absolutely outstanding. I understand people getting a little bit nervous, thinking that we could have made the top two. There was a point where we all thought we could do it. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Sheffield United did it. Congratulations to them. But bring the playoffs on. I'm raring to go with this squad. We're we're looking at it from our point of view. Other teams will be looking at us and they'll be thinking they've got some players in that squad. Mm-hmm. And we have we've got to remember what ability we've got. We've seen it this season. All of us home and away banging goals in left, right, and centre. I'm fully confident we will do that again in the playoffs. And whoever we if we get a Wembley, 
Whoever we play on that massive pitch, it's going to suit us down to the ground. We've got pace all over the pitch, passing, keeping the ball for fun. I don't care who we play. I'm really not bothered. Yeah, I mean, I'm of I'm the same persuasion. Um, I, I won't lie, the form is a bit worrying because I, I do like a bit of momentum going into the playoffs. They always say the team with the momentum is the team you look at and all of a sudden we're not the team we look at, the people we're looking at. But over over the season, yeah, we are because you know we, we've we've got everything I believe you need for a for a playoff play winning team. So, um, go on. Other than Luton, who else has shown momentum? They're all stuttering. None of them are in good form to get in the playoffs. You you could pick a team. What I think it's about one, two in, two or four now. None of them are flying. Apart from Sunderland. Well, yeah, last minute equalizers. It could very well be them. I'm I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shot one at you, Coventry. Yeah, yeah, true. Three wins out of the last yeah. four. Um, unbeaten in six, I think it is now since they were beaten by Stoke, and that was our only defeat since. Just scrolling through, West since West Brom in February. So that's one. I'm a bit. Mm. And they've got the second best striker in the league in Vicky Diokarez. Um who is a hell of a player, by the way. Hell of a player. But I say we'll talk a bit more on commentary a bit later. But that's the team I'd look at. Definitely. Um, as I say, could potentially them three days three times in nine days. So yeah, they're definitely worth a mention at the moment. But the I mean we'll talk about I mean, go on, we'll talk about the palpitations of the playoffs now. You say there's four teams that are left to get the playoffs. One of them is them up the road. Yep. And we have to beat Coventry and they've got to do other bits and bobs to get in. Would you look at Sunderland over two legs and think, not because of form, right, because form goes out the window in derby games and all that sort of stuff. Would you not feel a bit nervous playing Sunderland twice? No. No? I'll be honest with you, I felt nervous until five minutes ago when I've heard John Cutler. I feel like ripping my shirt off. Beating it, running down the chest, screaming up the bullet. What a big glass half full, lads. You mentioned Sunderland over two legs. I think it's Tony more, but I just want John to start talking again so I can rip me shirt. To get them over two legs, it's the playoff final. It's nailed on. It has been for months. Our reserve team will beat Coventry. They'll somehow sneak a win at Preston. They'll beat Luton, who've only lost eight games, and we'll smash them at Wembley. Get your shirt off. <laughs> Get your shirt off. <laughs> so, so, so by them, them, them results, then you're saying Millwall in the playoffs, then, yeah? Well, Millwall have got Blackburn, haven't they? Millwall, Millwall might not make it. So you I watched Black. I watched Blackburn last night. They were, they were terrible. They, they were horrendous. They, yeah, they, they, they didn't have any urgency or they didn't seem to have any desire, you know. They, it was it was theirs. It was there. I know Luton, yeah, decent team. It, it wasn't as if they were playing uh, a team with nothing. Well, yeah, they had nothing to play for. But I mean, the, the team that were sort of mid-table and, uh, and had a, an indifferent season. But they just didn't show any real fight for that game. If I was a Blackburn fan, I would have been really disappointed with with how, how my players um, approached that game because it was vital for them to win, but they just didn't seem bothered. 
No, it didn't. Um, I mean, it was a great header to eat with us. It was a great header by Hayden Carter, but it wasn't. Yeah, there was no urgency about them. I just think they're another. T- they're a team. They are. They are literally falling over the line, um, and just praying that they get one good result and get in. But um, don't mind Blackburn away in the playoffs. Eight thousand behind that goal. Wow, that'd be good. Um, but I mean, it's going to be weird on Monday. Sat there watching everybody else sweat, including Coventry, because they're going to be watching whatever other teams are doing, and there's going to be little cheers and groans and whatever from their end. But as I say, we could get anybody else fancy equalizing for Coventry if Sunderland getting in the playoffs because I'm more than up for it because I, I, I don't want Sunderland in the playoffs, I really don't. Am I the only no, I don't. That? No, no, I, I, I don't oh. want Sunderland in the playoffs, no, no, because I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, they do have spirit. They do have um, fight, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the they're backed by some really sort of uh, noisy, passionate, fervent support. Seagulls. Um, You stop me. <laughs> you stop me there with your seagulls, joke, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't because of the seagulls shitting on your head as well. I don't want that. Whoa, swear jar found. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, we can pause <laughs> seagulls, but uh, but no, I, mean, no, I don't want I don't I don't want um, someone yeah. to be in the playoffs. No, um, because I, I don't want them ever to do well. Um, but but also, I, I think that it will. Uh, I think it will be tough against them in the playoffs. I'm, I'm not saying any any team would will be easy. They'll all have their, their sort of uh, difficulty levels. I just think it would be very very difficult over two legs against Sunderland, and um, I want I want us to avoid that. Yeah, I think the bit that would worry me more about Sunderland. Isn't the fact isn't the fact that it's Sunderland? Isn't the fact that it's a derby? I think it's the Mowbray factor. I think he knows how he knows us better than than any other manager. You know, he's got a great record against us. Hasn't yeah, he? absolutely fantastic record against us. Yeah, it's it's that record that would worry me. Um, and I'd have to I'd have to sit next to John Cutler and, and listen to him talk all all night, but um, just to get me back on side. But um, I think. I think I prefer Millwall, if I'm honest with you. Always- John Cutler sat there. John Cutler sat there at home, and he's as calm as uh, he's as calm as Carrick, isn't he? He's just yeah. chilled. Yeah, we'll do it. No problem. We're sorted. Me, Jesus, I'm like you, Dalia. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I really am nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, you know, we talk about the momentum um, at the start of this this section, stay, and I think. Yeah, you, you say those results that we've had, but we can start the momentum on 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 Monday. You know, full house. If they can pick the win up, you've got that that air of confidence got about yeah. the team again. Um, John mentioned, you know, we've got a great record at home. You know, you know, we've already secured the second leg at home, so yeah. let's get a good result on on Monday. Get the ground rocking. Get everyone, yeah. everyone smiling. Um, if you need to wrap anyone in cotton wool, you know you've got you've got another w- week to do it, um, and go for it, yeah. Absolutely, and you, you brought it in nicely. Um, the second leg is at home, 
Um, we now know it is definitely four. There was no ifs or but I say there was obviously a chance of a beat Rodman, but it is four we've got now. So the second leg is at home Wednesday the. Is it 17th? 17th, yeah. Yeah. With May? Yeah, 17th with May. Cuts, I'll start with you. Prices came out for the tickets. You were a massive fan of them. Superb. They could have charged all the season ticket holders 31 quid. They didn't have to charge us 20. We'd have all paid it. Fantastic. I don't think you can complain about that. I think it's a great gesture from the club for the loyal... Well, I say loyal fans. This isn't alienating anyone. The guys who bought season tickets who are lucky enough to afford them. Not everybody can. But I think it's a brilliant gesture. We could have sold them at £31 and it would have been a sellout. Brilliant. Well done, the club. I've never, I've, I've never seen a backtrack so quick in my life. But from loyal to lucky ones who... No, I, <laughs> I, I didn't want it to come across yeah, like, yeah, just because you haven't got a season ticket, you're not loyal. Absolutely. I, did, yeah. I didn't mean that at all. No, no, no. I, I know that's... Oh, you bit really well there. But no, you're absolutely right. It was um, it was it's great pricing. And they say, us for all know, Whatever the price would have been, we'd have paid it. You know, we'd we'd pay it to go because you know, I mean, you know, it's what we do. You know, I mean, that's why why we do it. But I, I pull up the one gripe I've got is the price for the walk ups. I mean, it's the same as a regular game. I get that, but are we, are we just putting it on that price basically because it's going to sell out regardless? Or do you just take a couple of quid off and say, you know what, it's middle of the month, this. Get them tickets sold as quick as possible and get that place rammed. Or am I just being too picky? I think it's it's a season ticket. You know, John touched on it there. If, if you're fortunate, fortunate to, to, to be able to afford a ticket and you're there, and I think it's, it's the way the, you know, Gibson and, and Co, you know, so, um, recognizing that, you know, it, it's a one-off game. If it was a normal game, you you know you'd pay thirty. We, we've all said there we'd pay thirty-one quid walk up, and people will pay it. But you know we're being we're being I suppose rewarded for the for the season ticket pay. But you know that, that we we've been there every week. We've watched it from the lows of of, of the beginning of the season, and we've watched the highs, and we've got a little reward. You know, I think some of the prices are, are, are brilliant. Look at kids. It's seven quid to take your kid. I think it's brilliant, you know. All right, I know if, if, you, if, you, if you're not fortunate enough to have a season ticket, it's going to cost you a couple more quid. But let's be honest, if you're a season ticket holder, you're guaranteed a ticket for Wembley and or, and, and possibly we're going to be paying for that as well. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of quid off your, off your, your semi-final ticket will go towards that. Absolutely. You said... Uh, I think, the, like you said there, about the, the kids' prices being so cheap, they've categorised it really well because they've obviously brought the 18 to 21s in. You know, obviously that's a category of a season ticket. They gave them a good price as well. I think, what, what was that? Was that like 11, 13 quid, something like that? It was somewhat, mm-hmm. somewhat dead cheap. Um, so I say price-wise, for us, I think it's been, yeah, we're very blessed. We're very lucky. Mm-hmm. I just thought, maybe take a couple of quid off uh, for walk-ups to get them in as quick as you can. But stop shooting your head. Uh, but um, you know what I mean. It's, I just start, you know. I probably pause the argument because it's been asked. So, but um, but we're all happy with twenty quid. Have we all bought our tickets yet? Yes. Tonight. Yeah. yeah I think it's the first time I've ever bought a ticket. Not knowing that we're playing. It's it, 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 it? bizarre, but yeah, it's it's, it's great. 
it was smashing great there. It's good. It's um, yeah, I'm 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 paid up. I'm ready to go. I can't wait. Um, and um, I'm just waiting for the the away leg now. Wherever up, wherever we go, whether it be a a four o'clock set off to Millwall on the Sunday morning, whether it be Coventry, whether it be them up the road, or Blackburn, or show me your forehead, um, and uh. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was. It, I don't care where it'll be. It's, uh, I'll, I'll be there, regardless. I can't like Jaeger train. Be good. But um, no, it's good price. It's really good pricing. And um, yeah, before I go into Coventry, um, obviously I want to talk about them a little bit because it could, you know, maybe talk about them again next week. Um, Coach, I'll come to you because you brought up a player in the summer, Adam Armstrong. Yeah. Aye. Uh- We've now seen Archer for half a season. I posed this to John Don on the way home yesterday. I thought it was a pretty good question, actually, um, which he answered very quickly, uh, which you'll find out. Now you've seen Archer up close, I suppose up close and personal. You know, his speed is his, his trickiness. Who, who would who would you take? If if Archer was there at the beginning of the season, if you take him, they were both in front of you. Who would you have took, Archer or Armstrong? No, I think at the start of the season, I was a big advocate of us getting uh, Armstrong. And when we had the Q&A with Wilder at the start of the season, I actually asked him, was it a type of player we'd be interested in? And without naming names, he said it was. I like him as a player. I think he's a great championship striker. He's proven, scored goals in this league. Archer was a bit of an unknown, really, to me. He'd had a bit of a loan spell at Preston. But he has been absolutely outstanding. Not just goals scored, assists all-round play has been absolutely fantastic. And I'll repeat what I said before we went on air. We've been linked with him for 20 million. 100% I'll pay that. He's a young kid. Bags of potential. The world's his oyster for how far he can go. It's, oh, how he, yeah. it's, it's what he does with his career now. All the attributes are there. Pace, finishing. He's got everything. We talk about 20 million like it's nothing. I would pay it tomorrow for him. For next season, no matter what league we're in, I would pay. He's been outstanding. Yeah, absolutely. John, I'm gone. What, what was the answer you gave when I posed the question yesterday? Well, I said, I said Ramsey, uh, purely and simply on what he's done at uh, both Preston and with us. I asked Archer or Armstrong, not Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, Archer. Do you yeah. know what? I, I always talk to people at work about. And and I and I get them mixed up. Because I don't know why. It's just something psychological. I, I, I get them mixed up because um, they're both from Villa. But anyway, yeah, Archer ahead of Armstrong, purely and simply for what he done at uh, um, Preston yeah. last season, and yeah. and with us now. Um, it, and if we go up, twenty million pound, I think would be a bargain for him personally. I I think that. Obviously, not. We wouldn't be able to afford that if 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 we if we fail to go. But um, yeah, over the two, because of what I've seen of of um, yeah. of Archer close up. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 the choice for me between Armstrong and Archer. And Ramsey comes close. <laughs> <laughs> Before I ask you, Dally, I mean, to stay with you, John Dot. Would you go to Villa now and say? Providing we do take that step to the Premier League, 
can we put that price in set in stone now? Would you have, would you be a bit cheeky and say, because we've already got him, can we put something in place now to try and get him? No, I'd, I'd put in place a loan deal for a season. Um, I, I, if they wanted to sell him, uh, it's 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 not guaranteed they would. If they wanted to sell him, then obviously we negotiate from there. But I, I would suggest a loan deal for a year, then we get him for a year and not having, having to shell out all that money, obviously with a, a, a set price at the end of the loan deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it didn't, if it, if it, if it, if he was good in the, in the Premier League, then, you know, we've got ourselves a bargain. Yeah. But if it didn't work out, Within with within the negotiations, we could say to Villa, you know, um, there's an option to buy, and we don't have to take that option up. So if he didn't have a good season, then 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 we can sort of say thank you very much, but uh, Villa, you can have him back. I don't know whether they'd agree to that. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something that suits Middlesbrough and Middlesbrough only. I'd <laughs> be shite in negotiations, wouldn't I? <laughs> I know we're sat in John Don's business school again. It's great. Um, no, you're absolutely. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, maybe like a loan to an obligation to it. I don't know. But Daddy, what, what would you say on this argument? Agbon Laha. No, um, <laughs> no. Agbon Laha. Agbon Laha. No, um, on you on your question of Armstrong or Archer. Um, I'll be honest with you, I, I'd never really paid much attention to the way that he plays. He, it more attracted me as numbers, Armstrong, at the beginning of the season. But seeing how Archer fits our system and the way that we play now, I, I think I'd have to go Archer. Um, but but I, again, I haven't seen enough of Armstrong. Um, it was his numbers that appealed to me. You know, he, Just under one in three, I think he scored in the Championship before. So yeah. um, was, he with, was it Blackburn he was with? Um, and he had a, a fantastic um, couple of seasons. So, uh, but given given the form, and given the way I've seen him play um, in the, in our system, I think I'd have to say Archer just based on on what I've seen with my own eyes. Yeah, I say he had a good season at Barnsley as well. Didn't he have Armstrong when he'd be propelled then towards the playoffs as well? Um, so yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I take Archer all day long. I think he's absolutely superb. He's he's phenomenal he's really that good um but yeah if you're listening you know pop your, your views through um you know knowing what you know now would you take Archer or Armstrong I just thought it was a a good question to ask because they're quite similar players similar style speed things like that they you know they are very similar so um it's just one of the things I was thinking about while everybody else was getting mellowly drunk yesterday so um kept me mind occupied a bit um but um Right, final pass, Coventry, home, game 46. I can't believe we've got to game 46. It's flew by this. Um, yeah. Do you, I, I know your approach, Coach. You'd rest. How many would you rest? Would you rest the full lot? Are we talking the oh. full change? Or would you put in players that need the minutes, such as your, I don't know, your Moonizzes, your Barlasse, your... Um, yeah, I don't know, maybe McNair to get him a bit more in, Roberts, you know, things like How many changes are you looking at? I'd change as many as possible. I wouldn't play McNair because if he gets injured, we're, we're down to Swanee, aren't we? I'd, I'd rest McNair. Mm. I'd, make, I'd, I'd rest Stefan 
All it takes is one stupid mistake, red card, he's out of the playoffs. I'd rest as many of the starting players that have been vital to us in the season as we possibly can. And I, I don't, we could put Mowat, Barlazer in. There's two for a the start. They, I, I, I would have them in. So if we lose Hackney, you know, and Housen maybe isn't fit, well, I risk it. I'd make as many changes as possible. We've got a full good squad there. We've talked about it all season. Get the players who are regularly on the bench. Get them in the starting eleven. Munez, rest Akpom. Don't even give him a minute. And for me, we're still good enough. We're still good enough. We'll still be good enough to beat Coventry, in my opinion. And if we don't beat Coventry, the Mackhams will be fuming that our reserve team lost to Coventry and they didn't get in the playoffs. Win-win. What's what's not to like? So, Gordon, I'll put you on the spot then. As many changes as possible. Who would your starting 11 be? I'll come to I'll come to you two in a minute. Go on. Because obviously you said there, the squad's good. We have, we have got a good squad. You're absolutely right. Put an 11 place for me. Ball would be left back. Who would you put right back? One of the young kids. Yeah. So you put Robertson <laughs> Ball, yeah? Yeah. Robert, Name Robert, them. Yeah, Robertson Ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Name them. Muniz up front. Yeah. Barlazer, Mowat in midfield. Yeah. I'd give John some minutes on the right-hand side. Would you put Crooks in? Uh-huh. I would start Crooks as well, yeah. <laughs> I would. As many changes as possible. Like I said earlier, he knows now... Carrick and we know nine of them 11 or maybe 10 of the 11 that are going to start. Well, that's about six aside at the minute, John. <laughs> We've got young kids there that are highly rated. Throw them in, give them a championship game. So you, you, the game, the game so on you Monday. The likes of Belongo, the game on Monday means nothing Finch. to me. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, but you're, cha- you're shortchanging the fans as well there, John, aren't you? Are we though? It's our future, John. We've talked about it in the past week. Me and you have mentioned a million times that we love seeing young kids coming through. Next week, yeah. Monday, it, it, but, but it's, think, a nothing, it's a nothing game for where we can finish. Why play the players that are possibly going to play against Coventry in the semi-final and show them exactly what we're all about? Make as many changes as possible. Get the kids in. Give them a chance in a, a game that Coventry need to win. It's going to be a high-tempo game. Let's see what they can do. It doesn't make a difference to us. I'm still, I'm still positive that we can win the game with our young kids. I want to see how they fare. Let's have, let's have the team that finished. Let's let's have the team that finished at um at at Rotherham, barring Akpom. Put Mooney's in there. Uh, put Roberts in for Stefan. Um, yeah, try a cup. Try maybe one or possibly two um, promising youngsters. But I wouldn't make I wouldn't make as many changes as you're advocating, John. If I'm honest. What about Crooks, Balazer, and Mowat in midfield? Well, as I said, they, they started. Well, sorry, um, more had come on and Crooks come on. I said the ones that finished the game at yeah. Rotherham. Uh, like you say, for me, it's it's just a, a game where we're going to see some of the young kids, and we're not giving our hand away for the playoffs, giving them close up look at our players in the flesh against their players and pace and where where we're going to wear them. I don't think we need to show our hand, and I don't think we're short changing the fans. Like you said before, it's all about opinion, but yeah. I'd be excited to go and see a team of young kids playing there. But I mean, I mean I'm with I'm with you. I, not on the not the amount of changes. I, I'm all for giving the youngsters a chance massively. Um, as I say, well, we were at York. You know, if we want to go all the way back to pre-season, yeah. you know, we saw players like Finch and Belongo, players like that that come in 
And um, even young Kevin, I was obviously, I know he's out, out on loan at the moment, but you know, we saw them come in and they were they were promising, they were really good. And um, it was a good, you know, it was a good start of the summer, I suppose, because you know, it's promising. And you know, I, would, I wouldn't be against putting them in, but I'll turn the book around and I'll go and sit with John Don on this. The fans that have paid the money to come and watch the final game of the season, would they pay that to go and watch the kids? It's not only that, Steve. Pre-season, pre-season at York against... Uh, I, get, uh, I get that. Against, a, 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 you know, shall we say, an important championship game mm-hmm. um, uh, against Coventry, who are desperate for the points. I, I, I don't know whether as many changes as John's suggesting would would be right, personally. No, no, I'd agree. I'd make a few changes, but as I say I'm with you. I wouldn't make as many as, as that. That's why I thought if I put both arguments on the table, because then you've got to look at the fans that are paying the money now. Right? Obviously, I know we it's, it's part of our season ticket deal. We've already put the cash up front. I get all that, but games are sell out. You know, the yeah. fans, fans but, in there are paying thirty pound. Would you pay that to watch the kids? Look, look at the centre half positions. Right? Obviously, we don't know about the fitness of House and. Um, we don't know. We, we don't know whether Dale Fry uh, it, it will be fit enough to make a comeback against Coventry. Uh, who, who, who would we have then, if not Lenahan and McNair? Who, who's the centre halves uh, in the under twenty ones or, or or younger who we could possibly put in against the likes of Gayokaris? Um and and and. Let the, those kids get something out of the game because the last thing we want is the kids to be absolutely demoralised. So here's a counter-argument to that then. We play McNair. We play Lenahan. The August is clean through. One of them brings him down. They're missing the playoffs. This is this is where I'm coming from. I wouldn't feel I short-changed. I wouldn't no, feel I short-changed. I know. It's, it's, all, it's all hypothetical, John. I fully understand that. But I think... We've got it, it, it's a, it's it's tough balance, like I say. Carrick's in a, a no win situation, really. Man. If he if he plays if he plays someone and they pick up an injury or pick up a, a red, yeah, we'll be screaming, Why did he even start him? But it, yeah, it, it, he's in a no win situation from, um, from my point of view. Do you think fans really would complain if he made 11 changes and, and tried to blood some of the youngsters and then said after the game? I wanted to see them in a highly competitive match to see where they stand. Do you think John, fans really would you complain know about that? They wouldn't complain after Coventry, but if we didn't go up, that's when the complaints would start. Yeah, yeah. They'd say we didn't go, we we didn't go go up because we never had momentum going into the playoffs. That's what some fans would say. So yeah. we could. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. We could win the Champions League, and our fans would mourn. <laughs> He's absolutely right there. Yeah. So, so I don't. I think John's right. I don't. I don't think it's a. It's a, it's a no-win situation. I think, personally, I'd I'd play, pretty much the same team we played against Rotherham, but I'd put Mooners up front with Crooks behind him, or or vice versa. Um, maybe stick more in. I, I I was a bit shocked he never got a start more. I thought he was picking up a bit of a bit of momentum at the right time, um, showing a bit of form. Maybe see one. I wouldn't blood all the young kids because I, I think I think yeah. <laughs> no I, I think it's probably the wrong time to do it. Um, if I'm honest with you, maybe one, but not not a number of them. 
Um, uh, well, I would ask you, I would ask, if we did rest McNair and Lenahan, who would we play centre-half? Who have we got? Uh, I, I, I don't... I don't I, I I don't know. I'm asking for answers from you, lads. Who do you think we've got who, who we could put in in, in those centre half positions against Diocorus? Has anyone seen Clark? Um, <laughs> That's a very, no. very good question. But, no, yeah, but I think I think Matt Clark's had a, a, a back operation, hasn't he? And uh, he, he won't be seen for a while. Yeah, I don't think there's a centre back. I think you've got a. I don't think there's anyone. I think you probably end up putting Barlasa there. I think personally. I'm just looking, looking at the team. Uh, I'm just having a look now. Um, that's why Out of who's fit. A bit quiet. That's why I've gone a bit quiet. I've started looking through the under 23. Matt Crooks would go there. Big centre back. Laid everywhere else. The only one that's popping up that's regular is, I say, Brian Belongo. Obviously, Belongo was on the bench, wasn't he, on uh, yesterday? He was in the warm ups, etc. And uh, Kane Sykes, I think Kane Sykes is a centre half as well. So um, yeah, and Sykes Sykes was on the bench. Was it against Luton? Yes, it was. Um, yeah, was he on the bench? Was he was he on the bench again at the weekend? Can't remember. You know, I, Can't I, remember I don't subs. know because obviously no. there had to be a change put in, didn't there, with Housen coming out? Obviously, McNair mm. was supposed to be on the bench at the time. Yeah. So. Um, that wasn't mentioned that bit. Um, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. I'm looking at the looking at the team now. He wasn't on the bench. There you go. Um, John Cutler, I, I fully understand what you're saying. I fully understand your point of view. That the playoff semi-finals are the most important games. However, I just think it's uh, uh, it, it's been difficult the last few games. What do you do? Stick or twist? It, it, it's been it's been Really strange, um, going to the games, knowing where we where we our lead position and where we were going to finish. Um, it, it's been difficult to um, to to know what to do for the best. Um, a lot of fans talk about momentum going into the the playoff games, and personally, that's how I would have liked it. I've just got to hope, right, that the that that the um the route that Carrick's gone down with his with his team selection benefits us in them playoff semi finals. Yeah. Because to be honest, if it doesn't, he's gonna get pelters, isn't he? He's gonna get bombarded with people saying he should have done this, should have done that. You know, so yeah. he can't win really. He can't win. No, no, you're absolutely right. It was um to, I mean to put both arguments on the table it's it's basically saying would you would you rather make all the changes in the world like Cuts is saying um and risk going to the playoffs five five defeats in eight no momentum just look like you're struggling or do you take the risk and put your full full eleven in that you potentially might play in the playoffs potentially pick up a red card an injury or whatever and gain some momentum and go into the playoffs as a winning team <laughs> That's 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 literally the argument, isn't it? That's that is one side or the other now. And like you said, Carrick can pick one and he's half his more. You know what I mean? He really is stuck now. But you know, which which one which one do you go for? Which one's the best for a week at well, I suppose a week on Sunday now, you've got to say it, because that's what we're that's what we're playing towards now. We're not playing towards anything else. It's it's a week on Sunday. Yeah. 
Oh, you know, we've got to hope also that um, the, 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 some of the lads that are out injured, Marcus Force, um, Dale Fry, Aaron Ramsey, are close to possibly getting back into the first team picture. We've got to hope for because that's when we were at our best, when them, them players were involved. And, you know, we've got to get that back. Absolutely. Go on, Chris, you were going to say something? No, no, I wasn't. Just listening intently. Shaking his fist. Shaking his fist at me, probably. No, no. I totally get where you're coming from, John. Yeah. I do. I totally get it. Well, that, you, that's you, basically right when you say he's in a no-win situation yeah. because it's a, it's a toss of a coin. So, for me, our best defender this season has been Lenahan. No way do I play him on Monday. No chance to I play him against the Orcas on Monday. Personally, I know your opinions. Yeah. If he gets a red card and he's missing in the playoffs, he's a massive part of our team that'll be out. I don't play him. Yeah, that's why, yeah, it's it's going to be such a tough decision for Carrick. And, well, I'm thankful I'm not making it. I'll tell you that now. Um, but it doesn't matter It doesn't matter what it'll be. I'll still be um the top of the North stand um, watching intently. Uh, trying to take it all in and enjoying that laugh. Because it, for, for me, I, I don't know how you think, this is probably the last time you're going to properly enjoy a game. Because the play, the player, you enjoy being in the place, but you don't properly enjoy it because you, you, your emotions and your feelings get torn apart and pull this, that and the other. And, but this one, it's relaxing. It's top straight in your head. It's relaxing and you can just, yeah, enjoy it a bit. But go on, can't argument that then. I find it funny how you say he's doing it. These are the games that I live for. I absolutely cannot oh, wait for the semi finals. Oh, I absolutely live for it. These are the kind of buzzes that we live for, lads. Embrace it. I'll tell you something. Each one, each one of them playoff games, I've been going for at least three nervous poos. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> he took his shirt off. That's mint. <laughs> I'm off down the road, lads. Up the butter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's how I feel. It's going to be the last game where you can just stand there and, yeah, let's not make it a coffee shop, as our John Don would put it. You know, get get you know use it as a warm up for playoffs. You know, let's see how we can get the noise up. But um, one last time before the playoffs, I'll start with you, Dally, because you you know you've undressed for it. Um, prediction for Coventry. One one. Yeah, I check that. The only time I've said this season. Get, not get off and I tell that. Um, yeah, that do. Uh, give them a playoff spot. You know, make sure the Macamans don't get one. Um, John Dunn? Unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. There we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, one one. Yeah, I'll agree with Ali. It, it's a it's a result that would um, suit both teams. I, I I always want us to win. Don't get don't get me wrong. Um, but. I can see us um, making the odd change, and they'll be they'll be well up for it. They'll, they've got a they've got a good following, uh, and they, they they give their team great support to the Coventry City fans. So it's going to be it's it's going to be a decent atmosphere. I'd settle for one one, um, and then we've got the beauty then of of um, of the playoff games. And I'm like John Cutler. It, it, it's the, the tension and the nervousness of that 
just makes it for me. It, it really does make it. And it, it, it spares me on because I, I think personally, if I want that team on, 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 on the pitch to give everything, then I've got to do the same. I've got to give everything for the team. And, um, and you know, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for the playoffs. I really can't. I'm nervous, but I can't wait. Yeah, I'm in the same camp. Um, what? Cuts, go on. Uh, I'm going to go for 4-1. Muniz, Hatrick. <laughs> His generator's back up and running again. <laughs> he's pressing... Where the hell have you got that from? I think he's been drinking CBD oil. Hey, I tell, tell you what, they're, they're, good. They need, they're going to come in they're going to be attacking us. We've said it all year long. Teams yeah, that yeah. come and attack us, we've played them off the park. We've got pace all over. Oh, one million is that, Rick? That's amazing. Bang some money on that. Let me know what the odds are, because that's amazing. Um, no, you're right. They are going to come in. They're going to have, they have to have a go, don't they? They say they're, they're back by a full away end. I think they away and sold that really quickly as well, didn't it? So, um, yeah, they've got full full backing. So, full Riverside. 2 0 Coventry. Oh, dear, mate. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I do think... Have a word, John. I know, I know. After all that... that... Borough defeat, Luton did beat us. So... After all that banging in the chest, you know what I mean? Got his all hyped up and he's going down. I've, I've just told you, at the playoffs, I'm going to have three nervous shit. So, you know, for each game, I, I, I guarantee... <laughs> <laughs> I, know I'm, I know where I'm coming. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm... Get this game out of the way and get me into the playoffs. I'm so so excited to get involved, but I'm so so scared. But we'll preview that next week. It's gonna be a big preview next week as well, isn't it? Because we'll preview everything next week. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, sorry, 2 0 Coventry. I don't want to put up a money, but I do think Coventry will beat us. Um, but at least at least Tuber will get his award, you know, top scorer. So you know. Happy days. But, um, yeah, um, one last mention for the Coventry game before we go. It is... Are we, are we going with the theme? Is the right theme is retro shirt day, isn't it? It is isn't wear it? red. Well, yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, I know I know, we'll probably do the same again for the uh, the second leg of the of the playoff uh, semi-final. But, yeah, let, let's, let's, let's have uh, a, a sea of red and a wall of noise. Let's, let's go for it. Exactly. Make it flag day. Good, good old days of flag day. They used to be class then. I used to love them. Um, where's where's Steve Dicko at the moment? Austria. Austria. Do you know what their flag's quite like? Uh, quite yeah. like something that uh, we like. Red background, white band. So Get in touch listen- with them. Tell them to bring, bring five hundred flags on with them. Yeah. So if you're listening, Dicko, take that booze out of your duty free. And fill it with flags and bring them home. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, bring some, yeah, bring, bring a scarf, bring a flag. If any of you are as old as we are, bring a form finger. I've got, pl- I've still got plenty of them, my mum. So I'm glad you said flag bring your voice. form finger. But it used to be class, you used to turn up every flag day, and it used to be a form finger waving for it. Ah, those are the days. But yeah, make some noise, bring some colour, you know, enjoy it. Because I know the, the playoffs are going to be good, but you're not going to enjoy them as much as the uh, the league games. Um, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be everything. But we'll preview all that next week. Um, 
yeah. Sending sending your thoughts about the Archer and um, Armstrong argument. Sending predictions for the Coventry game. Um, yeah, boys. Thank you very much for listening. Let us know. Sorry, let, let us know your thought. Let us know your thoughts as well on um, on the team that you think Michael Carrick should put out against uh, yeah. Coventry. We, we we've had discussions on here. Do you think it should be fairly strong, or should it be? Um, a fair few kids. Let us know. Exactly. Tell us which side of the fence you're on. You're not allowed to sit on the fence. It's got barbed wire on. So pick a side. And um, yeah, that's it. Our regular season podcasts are done. Um, next week, playoffs. We'll preview them big time. Because uh, we'll know our opponent. We'll know where we're going. John Dollar will tell me what time we're setting off next Sunday. Um which I'm very much looking forward to. And uh, yeah, boys, thank you very much for popping on, having a chat with me, um, having a chat with everyone. Um, Dally, glad to get your hat-trick ball next week. Um, we going to be very regular. The special guest <laughs> had us gone. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, boys. Um, people, thank you very much for listening, subscribing, liking, commenting. Um, so next season, it'll be bigger and better than you've ever seen it. Um Lots of work going behind the scenes by yours truly. So, yeah, keep listening, keep liking it, keep telling us where we can go and put it right. And if you want to get involved and get on, get in touch. You know, we're not exclusive. Get, get, get on and have a chat with us. Um, We don't bite, promise. Um, So, yeah, we'll chat next week. We'll say we'll round off Coventry and maybe preview Coventry again. You don't know. You'll find out next week. Arrivederci, up the butter. Up the butter, boys. Up the butter.